Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and welcome back to the Intuitive Masters of Happiness series. Want to find out why strengthening your intuition is so important? How about enhanced creativity, increased self-knowledge, better decision-making, greater physical health, and improved mental well-being? So stay tuned every Wednesday as we feature one guest interview from the Intuitive Masters of Happiness Conference held in February of 2023. We had such an awesome turnout that we wanted to make all 20 interviews available to you in an audio version on the Create Happy Now podcast and YouTube channel. Now, if you want to watch the interviews rather than just listen to the audio version, you can download all 20 interviews today to have in your own library for just $27.95, which is $20 off the VIP access package that was offered in February. You can go to my website, createhappynow.com and go to the events tab to get your download today. Now, before I get to my next guest, for those of you who struggle with quieting your mind and want to be able to do it faster and easier and have more happiness, abundance, peace, and purpose and say yes to life every day, I want to remind you that I have a new meditation app coming out this summer that is designed to do just that. I also have a new meditation YouTube channel. Both are called Create Happy Meditations. If you would like to be on the waiting list for the app, go to my website, Create Happy Now, and click on the meditation app tab and sign up today. Now, last week, John Stringer and I talked about the different ways our intuition speaks to us and how to recognize it in our everyday lives and what we might be missing. My next guest is Vicki Gould. Vicki has over 10.7 million people around the world have experienced Vicki Gould's sound healing baths. She is a 11 times best-selling author, certified law of attraction practitioner, energy and sound healer, master herbalist, right Reiki master, and Ho'oponopono warrior who has been trained by Joe Vitale and Lisa Nichols, both who are on The Secret. Through her journey with chronic Lyme disease, she came to understand the mind, body, and spirit connection. This is where she immersed herself in learning more about energy, vibrations, and frequencies so that she could enhance her own healing journey. Here is the director's cut getting you down to her juicy wisdom about how her intuition led her to healing her body from an autoimmune disease and how sound is a powerful healing tool. That's just so powerful. Wow. You just <laughs> life is so exciting when you finally get get this figured out, right? Yeah. Um, and so I was wanting to have you share your journey. Like what brought you to the understanding that mastering and strengthening your intuition is just the gateway to having a life of balance and health and everything else that life can give you. Yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to figure it all out, but uh, (laughs) some things figured out. Uh, I would say that, you know, it doesn't everybody say this, right? Life is just a whole entire journey. There's so many things that happen as you're growing up, as you come of age, you know, all of these things. But one of the biggest things that happened for me was being diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease in 2009. Mm -hmm. So back then, you know, they thought that I had 
early onset osteoarthritis, early onset perimenopause, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, dementia. They didn't want to write that in my chart because I was under 40. So they're like, we're just going to write cognitive disorder instead of dementia. Um, they thought that I had lupus, you know, just all these different things. Uh -huh. And finally, yeah, finally, a friend of mine referred me to her doctor who figured out that it indeed was chronic Lyme disease. And at the time, you know, I thought, great, now we're going to fix it. Since we know what it is, it's got a name, we're going to, little did I know, there's no protocol, doctors don't believe it. You, I got disability off of fibromyalgia because nobody believes that chronic Lyme exists. Um, doctors will tell you that you're crazy. They start like psychoanalyzing you saying you're um, just you know, making it up and all of that stuff or that you're over-exaggerating and things. And I'm like, I'm still laying in bed 16 to 18 hours a day. I'm not making this up. I can't get up. I can't function. I can't even, you know, cook a full meal. I'm exhausted. I can't drive my kids to school, you know? And through that, I was like, okay, Vicki, accept it. Just accept it. Because the doctor said, stop bringing me stuff. Because I would do all this research and all this stuff to find out things. Just stop bringing me stuff. You need to accept that this is your life. No. I know. Right. And so I would lay on the bathroom floor and cry after everybody went to bed. Cause I didn't want everybody to see me crying all day long. And I didn't want to wake up my husband and all that. I just remember the floor is cold in the middle of the night. So it was like on the little teeny bathroom rug, you know, and there came a point where I decided, you know, I, I either I'm going to end this cause there's no quality of life left or I got to figure it out. And really deep down, I didn't want to end my life. I wanted the pain and suffering to end. I had so many things that I wanted to do, travel, see my future grandkids. Like there are all these things to live for, but it just felt so hopeless with everything that they were telling me. So that's when I did my own thing. And then I just stopped telling my doctor I was trying stuff. I just buy things and do other things. You know, one of my doctors did uh, tell me to try the Rife machine. And that's how I found out about the Rife machine and frequencies and things like that. And if you don't know about the Rife, it was created by Dr. Rife and he helped cancer patients. And what it does wow. is it sends frequencies into your body, kind of like you know, when you rub a glass, the rim, yeah. it makes a noise and eventually it's so, you know, the the glass will break. Yeah. So it's kind of the same concept that these frequencies are put into your body and then it would make the lime spire kit, you know, and then you wow. have to uh, detox that out of your body, which is a whole yeah. nother thing. It's a yeah. whole nother um, problem to, to come with. But anyways, that's when I was like, wow, this is the only thing that has been working. It's actually killing them off. And then I did more research, more, you know, investigation. I'm like, oh, everything vibrates. Everything has a frequency. What do you mean? You know, like, and then I just became really enthralled with that and decided to look at these other things, you know, tuning forks for my pain, um, wow. crystals and PEMF for like, I have a mat that I, I have a heating mat that does all that. And then, you know, the sounds for just putting your body back into the right vibration. So that's how it all came about. And I think that through that process, I realized that a lot of what I held on to, a lot of the pain was also emotional and spiritual. Mm. So in order to get to that place of happiness, it wasn't just relieving the pain. It was also changing my thoughts, changing what I was thinking, changing my outlook, um, 
which was a big change because of the way that I grew up. It was, you know, my, my dad loved Murphy's law. He would just laugh about it. You know, if things are going to roll wrong, they're going to go wrong, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. And, um, Ironically, my mom was a master manifester, yet she didn't know she was doing it. And she still doesn't believe in this kind of, as she says, you know, woo-woo made up stuff. <laughs> um, but she is a master manifester. And that's where I kind of learned how to do some of that stuff. So hopefully that answers your question. That was a journey to figuring out some, you know, at least some sense of peace to get to a bit of happiness. I totally can relate to what you went through because I went through the same thing at the beginning of 2021. Mm -hmm. Mine was um, Epstein-Barr and Bartonella. Yeah. Um, and he tested me for Lyme because it's very, it mimics yep. Lyme. Uh -huh. And I totally remember laying on the couch going, I would like to just go to sleep and not wake up. That'd be fine with me. Mm -hmm. I wasn't suicidal, but I was just like right. too exhausted. I couldn't even think about mm -hmm emptying the dishwasher and filling it in the same day. I mean, right. I, how, how do people do that? I knew I could have done it before, but I could have wrapped my head around it. I, that's right. how low my energy yeah. and my brain was. But I was like, no, I, mm -hmm. I am not giving up. Right. And the thing is, everybody's looking at you going, well, you don't look sick. Right. You don't look sick. You seem okay. There's no, you know, outward sign of anything that's wrong with you. So it's interesting that you bring that up, that one of the things I really had to work through is the hurt that I felt with all the friends who would take meals to people who were sick, but not me. Right. Like you through still those had to get years, up and like get through it. Right. Um, through those years, I got one meal and the husband dropped it off and he said, I don't even know why I'm bringing this to you. And I'm like, I, I can't believe those words just came out of your mouth. He's like, yeah, my wife told me I needed to drop dinner off to you. I don't even know why I'm here. I don't know why you need this. Yeah. And, and, and you're, you feel kind of trapped in your own brain too, oh. because you can't be your authentic self. You're just robotically mm -hmm. kind of acting like, you know, how you act because yeah. that's all you, that's well, all you muster. <laughs> We joke in the Lyme community there, that there's this thing called Lyme rage, because the thing is when you have such a high level of pain and you're that exhausted, everything triggers you, mm. everything <laughs> upsets you. Everything is difficult. Like you said, like everything is overwhelming. I could only, if I was going to clean the bathroom, I could only wipe the top of the toilet seat and then I was done. And then the next day I would wipe the rim of it. And then the next day I would maybe wash the mirror and the next day I might do one faucet and it, like it would never get done because I couldn't do the whole thing. Yeah. And that's just one room. Right. <laughs> and by the time you're done, you got to start over again. I, I couldn't even text people. I mean, it was just like, ah, uh, you know, they text me back and I'm like, Oh, what do you want? I just don't <laughs> have the energy to yeah. talk to you right now. I can't even think right. about what I want to say. I don't even want to read. I don't even want to pick up my glasses to read what right. you had to say. I mean, it was that bad. And, and that was, this wasn't me. And so I said, you know, something's got to give, but yeah. you have to have a why yeah. to kind of go, okay, well, uh, and, and, you know, I knew my doctors were going to go, I went to my cardiologist because he was like the first one that I could get into. And he said, oh, you're just burn a candle at two ends. You know, here's some antidepressants. I'm like, I'm not depressed. Right. 
it's an energy thing. It is something mm-hmm. physical going on. I'm a happiness coach. I am. Yeah. Life is happy. I mean, I've got things to do, places to go and people to see. I just don't yeah. have energy or the wherewithal to do it. I'm overwhelmed. Right. So, but so tell me about where your intuitive senses mm-hmm. kind of kicked in. Yeah. You know, it, it was funny that like when I was younger, when I was a child, I would feel these things. Like I would feel these knowings, right? Yeah. Except I would deny them because I thought that's weird, Vicki. That's really strange. Like people aren't gonna, they're going to think you're strange and, and, and not want to be with you. So don't mention this to anybody. <laughs> yeah. So I would feel a lot of things and I was very empathic, you know, along with being intuitive, many people are empaths. And, um, as time went on, I came to realize how much guidance I was getting from that, that I was then ignoring, you know, a lot of, a lot of people say, you know, you trust your gut, trust your gut. That's kind of the thing. Right. But I wasn't, I was trying to use these outward things to justify and make my decisions. And then they weren't always the greatest and they didn't always turn out the way that I wanted them to turn out or expected them to turn out. And it probably wasn't until like this, gosh, last decade, and I'm already, I'm 52 this year. So it took me a long time to finally say, okay, Vicki, this is a gift that you have. And my husband is funny because I'll be like, yeah, the reason why you think this, or the reason why, you know, and I would explain these things and he's like, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, you are uncannily intuitive and like, you know, stuff. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to help you, you know? And I think it really wasn't until probably the last few years, even that I really truly embraced it because for so long people were telling me, don't tell people about that. Don't use that as your business. Don't, you know, because nobody's going to want to buy that. Nobody wants to learn about these things. Don't do that. So that's why for so many years, I was a intuitive writing coach. I was a book coach and I used this, the skills that I had in the background, you know, after people would get into my stuff, I'd be like, Hey, guess what? We're going to talk about this. Um, and we talk about law of attraction and abundance and, you know, how to feel more in alignment so that the words could come out of you, things like that. And eventually um, I had fibroid surgery, which is, you know, fairly common for women, but I'm sure it's part of Lyme and, you know, all the hormone stuff, it messes up. Autoimmune everything. <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to be in for an hour and a half to two hours to get these fibroids out and it ended up being an eight hour surgery. Oh my God. My husband thought something had happened and they were just not telling him because they said that they would like give him notice, you know, and come out and tell him how things were going. And he had to keep going to them and say, Hey, what's going on? They're like, Oh, she's doing great. She's doing great. Like, I didn't know that it was that long, but the poor guy. And then the doctor came out and he goes, the first words out of his mouth were, let's find a private room to talk like this to my house. He told me that this felt like the death mark March. He thought that they were going to tell him that I died. And I felt so bad. I told the doctor, you might want to not phrase it like that. And he totally wasn't cluing into what I was saying. I'm like, you might want to say she's in recovery right now. She's okay, but let's find some place to talk in private instead of let's just, you know, find some place to talk in private. Like he thought something horrible had happened. But anyways, after that, I said to myself, you know what, part of this is also 
the overworking, the burnout, the not being in alignment. I know this has a spiritual connection. It's not just physical. So I told my husband, you know what? I'm just going to take a pay cut. I'm going to do my woo-woo thing. I can't keep doing the other thing. It's not in alignment. And this is where most of like that, all that intuition and it's hard to explain if you've never been through it yeah. is that that feeling of like everything all of a sudden is falling in place and your body is is going along with it like i don't know that's a horrible description but it's just it just feels like floating and peacefulness and joy and just like this contentment that because everything is all aligned and it's that happiness right you finally yeah. found that spot and I said to my husband, I can't keep doing this other thing. I've got to do this. It's been my calling all along. And I don't care how many people have already told me no. They told me it wasn't going to work. They told me this and that, whatever. So during that six weeks of recovery, I created the website for Life Changing Energy, the current business. And um, within that year, I was putting out certification courses for sound healing and energy healing. And we're going to put some more courses out this year as well. Um, and it has just completely taken off. And some of my more woo-woo intuitive friends are like, yeah, Vicki, we always knew that you should have done this. Like, why <laughs> didn't you tell me, you know? And they, they were like, well, you know, the reason it's working is because it is in such alignment and people can feel that and people can feel how um, how important this is to you, right. And how much it means something to you. It's not just a business. It's not just something that you do. It's something that you live. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not work anymore. Right. You're, you're not, you're not paddling upstream. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then things to start falling into place. Um, mm -hmm when you you let right. it you know you're just right. following your bliss and that, that, that really ease. excites you right it's that ease versus like you said you're fighting that uphill battle and you're trying to um convince yourself to do stuff right and I was always somebody who got a lot done in the first place, but now I'm excited. Like there's a different level and a different type of excitement for getting another course out, getting another thing done. You know, it has a bigger purpose because really the purpose of life-changing energy is to raise the vibration of the world one healer at a time. And we're going to be putting on like a world concert and all this stuff with sound healing. And I'm really excited about it. And these ideas that come to me, I've never been that excited about other ideas, other business ideas, you know? So that's, that's kind of when, you know, and your intuition leads you one step at a time. It's okay. not like, doesn't give you a step. It might give you a step that you're not ready for, but it just kind of gives you a, Hey, we're going in this direction, but we'll, we'll, we'll get you along the way. You know, here's the first right. step. Here's the second step. It's not always laid out by that, but with you allow, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you can see kind of where you want to go, but then you yep. start looking for the breadcrumbs right out in front of you. Yeah. So you know, that's, you know, yeah. go this way and go this way and, yeah. and do this and call this person and try this. And, um, so yeah, so it's, yeah. it's just very exciting. So what would you suggest to people who are not sure about their trusting their intuition, their gut feeling, how do you recognize 
when it's your gut and when it's your logic or your Mm -hmm. fear, how do you discern that? (laughs) Yeah. Well, for me, I I'm an ideas person. I'm very creative. So I come up with all these different things. So like, as an example of this, you know, in business, I'll come up with a whole bunch of stuff just because I see other examples or I see something, Oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. And then I get excited. I start do, I start writing sales pages because I love writing anyway. So I start writing sales pages and all that stuff. And what I've learned is to just hold, rein it back just a little bit, sleep on it, whether it's a day or two or a week, usually it's not much longer than that, but then to really feel into and ask the question, Vicki, is this something that you really want to do? Because it means also these things, right? So having been a coach before, having done one-on-one and having done group live sessions and all that, I decided that for this business, that's not something that I'm interested in doing. I wanted to free up my time. Yeah. So I've been thinking about, you know, live events, retreats, things like that. And then I go, okay, Vicki, yes, you have the audience for it. Yeah. People would probably come, but is that something that brings you joy? Is that something that you're going to be excited about? Yes. It seems amazing on paper, but then you're going to have to show up for X number of days, put together the whole entire thing, you know, get somebody to help you with the management of it. Like the whole entire thing, the concept, yes, sounds wonderful, but do you, do you truly want to do this? And I ask myself that question. Then you also have to ask if you're saying no, Is it because of a resistance to something that is actually good for you Mm -hmm. or is it truly because it's just a, a no, right. That you're hearing. And so you have to really tune into yourself. You have to tune into divine guidance. And I feel like the only way to start trusting is to start doing, you know, confidence, trust, those things don't happen because one day you wake up from bed and go, Oh, I'm now trusting myself so much more. That doesn't happen. It's just like when you have friendships, right? And you grow that level of trust based on that person keeping their word, yeah, showing up for you, um, having your back, right? So you got to do the same thing for yourself. Are you showing up for yourself? Do you have your own back? How are you? How are you doing with your own promises to yourself, right? If you make a promise to yourself or a commitment or intention or a goal, are you letting yourself slip? Are you letting yourself go, okay, that's all right. I'm I'm going to let myself off the hook for that one and come up with a bazillion excuses. So part of the trusting of the intuition is like, you know what? I'm going to go with this this time. Let's see what happens because this is the feeling that you'll come back to. Like it's going to be a similar feeling the next time you have a question, the next time you have a download, it's going to be a similar feeling. And so when I have this feeling about stuff and I take a certain action or I go in the direction it's telling me what happened, because it's only from that doing and, and going for it, even when you feel like, oh, I don't know if I should, or I'm not sure that I trust. That's the only way that you keep trusting and trusting and trusting because even just a few years ago, I would have been like, oh, well, I need to analyze this and I needed this and I needed this and let me do this whole chart about the pros and cons and blah, blah, blah. And now when I make my decisions and I think my coach who like, I have a Facebook ads coach. So think about that. They're very masculine, right? (laughs) They're very do, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. I'm like, guys, I'm going to insert so much woo-woo into you while we're working together. Um, Anyways, they, they do that. And then when they ask me questions, I'm like, 
Yep. Well, six, because they were like, oh, you, we told you to do that six months ago. I said, six months ago, it wasn't that it was a no. It was just that it was a not right now. It didn't feel in alignment with what I was doing. However, now this feels in alignment and I don't do anything. I don't move on anything these days until it feels good. And they just can't handle this answer about yes. it to feel good. Now, there's a difference too, though, between it's aligned and feels good and the, how would you say it? Um, the waiting for it to feel good. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like some people are like, I'm going to just wait until it feels good. And then I'll no, that day's not going to come either. Right. It's, right. it's a different alignment. It's a different feel good that I'm talking about. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's like you, you have a, a goal in mind, but you know, it's not achievable tomorrow. You know, it, it's, it's something that you want to, see if it's continuing things are moving in that direction your feet you know, the 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 closeness of it is approaching mm -hmm. um you know i i feel like that is I mean, for instance you know I, I had a dream about my dream house mm -hmm. and i at some point i knew i i wasn't it wasn't going to happen tomorrow it wasn't probably going to happen in the next two years but i knew what i wanted and, and then the day came when I could do it. Yeah. You know, so, but there was looking back, I see all the things that had to happen in the interim mm -hmm. for me yep. to be ready. For right. It. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one exercise that I've done, um, kind of not, not, intentionally, but I had kind of a diary, but basically I would write down all the things that I wanted to do, all of them. And then I would go back after a time and go, oh, well this happened or, you know, this kind of just manifested or yeah, this, this finally came to fruition after this and this and this. So I just kind of would go back and revisit how it played out finally, not necessarily what I did to make it happen, but how it just kind of unfolded and mm -hmm. it wouldn't have been there had I not put it out there. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You got to know where you're going. You got to know where you are, but you got to know where you're going. Right? right. Yeah, exactly. Well, excellent. Well, I, I, I just in, enjoy, um, you know, all the, the directions that you have and, and especially around health, because so many people suffer with um health issues and many are out there with suffering from from lyme mm -hmm. um that don't know where to go and and they're right. they're they're just struggling um with their energy and pain and so you know t definitely look into this the sound healing this energy vibration type um uh answers and um what 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 can the listeners do to to find you and what do you have going right now yeah so i usually have certification courses you know that we do for crystal singing bowls um we also have tuning forks we teach singing pyramids um all we have crystal energy healing and tibetan bowls so there's a lot of different 
modalities that we cover. And a lot of times people jump into one and then realize they like a leather and then realize, oh, you know, we've got a lot of people who enjoy multiple ones. We just got gongs in the store. So like not just the certification programs, but I also have a store that sells the singing bowls and chimes and gongs and we're putting drums in there. There's always something going on and something that we're adding. So if anybody is interested in learning for themselves, for their own healing, um, definitely check out the uh, certification programs, even if you're doing it just for yourself and it's not because you want to grow a business or anything. But I will warn you that a lot of people have said in my community that they were doing it for themselves and then realized that they were called and drawn to these tools because they were meant to share it with somebody else, which I think is a lot of a healer's journey, right? We tend to yeah. use the modality or coach on the thing that we need the most of. And when we see what it does for us, inevitably you just go, oh my gosh, I need I to tell share somebody. This with the world. Right. Yeah. So I'll just warn you, if you get into it, you're really going to get into it. You're going to get hooked. <laughs> you are. You but are. it's not a bad thing. So no. uh, do you have a website or, or anything that they can go to? Yeah. So you can check out the store at lifechangingenergy.com. The courses are there as well. Um, I do have pretty landing pages, but I can give you the links for those because it's more like a life dash changing energy slash blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I'll give you that. Um, but if you want to go to the store and then check on courses, it's in there. And then also like singing bowls, stuff like that. Um, crystals, fun things. Yep. Oh, it is fun. And, and I love the experience of a sound bath. I mean, if you don't yeah. feel like you're, you're not ready to do that, maybe, you know, go through a course, maybe that's a little thing yeah. right now. Yeah. Find a sound bath practitioner in your yeah. community and yeah. just go. And yeah, I also, I also have YouTube videos as well. So some of them are longer, some of them are shorts. So they're really small, short amount of times, like reels, because I'm on TikTok, Facebook, you know, Instagram and YouTube. So if you just look up my name on YouTube, you'll find me. Um, and then there's longer ones, like an hour long. There's an eight hour long one. If you want to go to sleep to it. Um, oh, nice. My uh, niece's son, he likes to listen to it after he gets back from daycare and then they've been playing it before bed and he apparently goes to bed and like, he's like asleep in five minutes now. <laughs> Don't we all want to go like to sleep in five minutes and stay asleep yep. all night, right? Yeah. 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 Right? And, yeah. and that kind of, you know, sleep music um, is really powerful. It, it is. It, it uh, definitely, because it's just certain tones that are very healthy for your brain and your body um, mm -hmm. to be in the right state. Right. And sleep is the time when you, your mind is working and your subconscious is working. And that's also when, you know, you're solving problems. Sometimes it's a time of like manifestation as well. So if you just make sure you're thinking or doing some visualization before you fall asleep, then your subconscious can actually work on it. And then having the sound bath in the, in the back, in the background is actually just that much more powerful to help you with that. Exactly. And it's also when your body heals. Yes. I mean, that is the only time your body yep. really heals. Yep. Mentally, your brain mm -hmm. heals, your body heals. 
Yep. Uh, your spirit heals. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, oh gosh, it's... sleep is a whole nother topic I could go on about. Yes. Like, the doctor was like, if you do not fix your sleep, Vicki, you will never get better. Yeah. And now, you know, people cannot convince me to rob myself of sleep. I actually just posted something about how we so often have it like a badge of honor that we work <laughs> so hard that we only get four hours of sleep. And there are some people who are like, oh yeah, I, get, I wake up at 4 a.m. I only get four hours sleep, five hours sleep or whatever. But here's the thing. If you were a Olympic athlete or something like that, right? And you were bragging about that, people would know that you were not serious about being an athlete, right? Because you just can't perform that way. Mm -hmm. So hello, if an athlete can't perform under those conditions, we can't perform under those conditions either. So we need to make sure we guard our sleep, get our sleep. And yeah, you know, every once in a while you stay up late for something or you watch too many Netflix series <laughs> and you got to know the ending. But in general, you know, unless I'm traveling, I am getting like nine hours of sleep, sometimes more. Yeah. And well, I still get a lot done. Yeah. I mean, with having autoimmune um, disease myself, mm -hmm. uh, I discovered my Achilles heel. And that is, if I don't get sleep and get chilled mm -hmm. in the same 24 hour period, that can send me to the emergency room or mm -hmm. make me very sick. Yeah. So, especially if I've gotten chilled and then. I know I don't get any sleep that night. I'm in a panic because, oh. because I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Um, yeah. so sleep is such a huge essential ingredient to your health. And I think a lot of people just take it for granted. They're like, oh, I didn't get any sleep. I mean, I, I have a Fitbit that, that <laughs> measures how well I slept and I am yeah. so like, how did I do last night? Oh, you know, what's my score? I mean, I'm like, yeah. I get trying to get into the nineties, you know? So <laughs> yes. And sound. Yes. Sound is such a key, you know, whether yeah. you just put a fan in your room or something to kind of get you lulled to mm -hmm. sleep. Yeah. So yep. that's, that's fantastic. Yes. I could talk about that all day long as well. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much for joining me, Vicki. Uh, yes. It's always such thank a pleasure. And, and I am taking her sound certification. So um, <laughs> um, that's how we got to know each other. And it's amazing. It's so, it's packed full of so much stuff. You get so much value. So check it out. But awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.